guess what day it is y'all <laughs> yeah today is monday and we back at it again for another episode of almond delights reading corner so come on in this week we'll be reading love and gospel music What's wrong with telling the damn truth? (laughs) By your author, Mr. Timothy Blaine. Y'all head on over to Amazon.com and get your books. Download it on your Kindle or just order the paperback. Come on and support our authors, y'all. Love and gospel music. But is it really about love and gospel music? (laughs) We over here reading, y'all. Make sure you comment, like, share, and subscribe to Almond Brown everywhere. Check the description box to get all the links to his book and also to Mr. Timothy Blaine's YouTube channel. We almost reading, (laughs) y'all. Are you ready? It's that time. Shh. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Almond Delights Reading Corner, honey. I am your girl, Miss Almond Brown 09. And welcome to this good old Monday, honey. I hope you guys have had a wonderful day. I hope you had a wonderful work week if, for those of you that's ending today <laughs> and a great weekend. Um, thank you for coming over here to unwind with us, honey, down here at the corner as we continue our read of love and gospel music by Mr. Timothy Blaine. Um, yeah, so we're going to get started because you, I know I'm a little late. <laughs> little tardy for the party but i am here we are starting on chapter 14 and we know it was so much going on last week we know that Dwayne had gotten into a car accident trying to go check on joe and then child Dwayne had then almost met the lord well he met the lord <laughs> he saw the light but he wasn't at the end of the tunnel so we know he had a, a conversation with the Lord and the Lord gave him his purpose. And his purpose was to expand the church um, and just continue to compel more people to come into Christ. And we know that Joey is like looking at him sideways, like what's going on. <laughs> but uh, like I said, he also got to talk to his friend uh, Benny as well as, oh Lord, Baxter the Baxter guy. So he got to talk to him or whatnot. So we're going to see what they are going to be doing this week. We're going to try to get through two chapters. If not, we'll get through one and a half. Uh, Yeah. So get comfortable. I hope you guys have your drinks, whatever you're drinking. We grown, (laughs) whatever you drinking, whatever you eating, just sit back, relax, and let's get our read on. So chapter 14, fame. Seven years later, Johnny, what's the matter? Cynthia, the kids, they're okay? Man, do I look that bad? His brow was creased deeply, and there was a seriousness about him. Close the door, Dwayne. We were sitting in his massive neoclassical office in the new building at the main church. 
The fancy office was an idea of his wife and of the church board. Johnny did not like it. He thought it was pretentious and a waste of the congregation's money. The family is great. You missed the party. Yeah, I'm really sorry about that. We just got in from Sydney. Happy birthday, brother. Is 41 considered middle age? <laughs> no, actually, I think it's 40. Congratulations. You've got a good one. You've got one good year left. So what's the matter? I asked again. You look like hell. You didn't like your presence? Actually, you just hit the nail on the head right off the top. The church gave me another present, a car. And that's what got you down? We should all have such problems. Johnny, you poor man. <laughs> it's a Rolls Royce, Silver Shadow, Dwayne. Uh-oh. Uh-oh is right. Man, I can't be seen driving around in that thing. And I sure as hell can't leave a $200,000 car sitting in my garage. What's wrong with these people? They're propping you up, Johnny. Most of the mega big shots are driving cars like that. They can't have that preacher man looking shabby. Besides, it's all this money, man. Nobody knows what to do with it. The church brought in $1.2 million last month. Ooh. That's 1.2 million tax exempt dollars. You're lucky they didn't buy you a jet. Is that even legal? It's obscene. Dwayne, this has got to stop. I've got to stop it. I never asked to be in show business, man. You can't stop it, Johnny. I said, making and holding intense eye contact. It is your destiny. Don't start that again. This thing is getting less godly by the minute. It's success, Johnny. You're just not used to it yet. Let it grow on you. Give it some time. This was never supposed to be about money, exploded Johnny, slamming his fist hard on the massive mahogany desk. Damn it, Dwayne. I hate this. So give the car back, Johnny, I said in a calming tone. Anger was an emotion that I rarely saw my brother wear, and it did not look good on him. The church will understand. Use that silver tongue the Lord gave you to make them understand. Only don't be distracted. The enemy is trying to stir up something wicked between your ears. This ministry must go forward. Well, one thing is certain. I've called a meeting of the board for next Thursday night. I'm giving my salary back to the church, Duane. My family can make it just fine on what we get from the outside preaching engagements and tape and book sales. And now they can throw that Rolls Royce money back in the pot as well. Oh, and one other thing. We're building a state-of-the-art HIV clinic on the south side, little brother. I'm going to need you to be at that meeting as well. Johnny, you found a site? Where? Where is it, man? Couple of blocks from the old storefront. Come on. It'll be easier to show you than to tell you. Journal entry 2100. 88. July 12th, 1997. Merciful God. Lord, it's been months. I'm so sorry. It's just that things have gotten so busy around here. Everything and everybody seems to be moving at warp speed. Joy is hopping on and off of planes every two or three days and still somehow manages to be back here at the main church for the recording practically every Sunday morning. I never dreamed that he'd take the leading praise and 
that he take to lead in praise and worship again after so many years. When I first pitched the idea to him, it was only supposed to be temporary, just long enough to get the television ministry up and running. Now he's become a fixture, says the show is the highlight of his week and maybe his career as well. I just wish he could make a rehearsal every once in a while. Anyway, I sure am glad to have him home every weekend now, even if it is usually just on Sundays. Well, just a few more weeks and his calendar will be clear for at least two months. We had a clause put in his last contract guaranteeing that Joey now works a maximum of eight months a year. I just hope that I can get some time off as well, though it's not very likely. The church is opening the doors on our third site somewhere around the end of November. Don't ask me how Johnny is going to be an effective pastor when he's spread out all over Southern California like that. But we've been all in prayer and contemplation for the last three years. And it seems like this is the direction you're leading us in. The mega church. What a strange phenomenon. This is all moving so fast now, God. Just seven short years ago, Johnny was a virtual unknown in the world of Christendom. Now, satellite is blasting us all over the world. When Johnny travels during the week, it takes a caravan of buses. So loyal are his flock. My prayer is that my brother is going to be able to keep up with the, with the pace and maintain the level of faith that it's going to take to walk in this anointing. Cynthia is great. Now, there is a match made in heaven if I ever saw one. Of course, you're already aware of the fact that she's moved from first lady to co-pastor, just as well all prophesied when we met in the seminary. She is a powerful personality and an anointed preacher. So far, as I can tell, there's no sense at all from the congregation that she got the position merely because she's the pastor's wife. She could have easily have been, fired, been hired for the job, even if they were strangers. And yet, the job and all of its responsibilities take a back seat to her primary responsibilities as a wife and a mother. How that woman, and working women in general for that matter, are able to fit all they do into the confines of a day will always remain a mystery to me. It's not that I don't absolutely love spending time with the kids. Lord, you know how much I love those three little people. But after looking after them for two or three hours, I need another two or three hours to recover. <laughs> I was telling Johnny just last night about how we need to cut our own mother a lot more slack. Actually, come to think of it, Things have never been better on that end of the family. After that car accident back in 90, Johnny and our mother have gotten a whole different footing. They even talk to each other now. Thank you so much for that, Lord. You brought something good out of something horrible once again. I'm so happy about the new clinic. I could scream. You, of course, knew that we were building it from the ground up, and it would take close to two years. But I'm happy to report that we have finally broken ground. This should have been done years ago, especially considering the way our congregation has been ravaged by AIDS. But getting the board to approve the money and move forward has been like pulling healthy teeth. It seems that the bigger the church gets, the more we bring in every element that we all found so repulsive about the churches we left. When we all came to the church, Johnny, Joy, about two thirds of the ministers and me, way back when, it was just a storefront, and Pastor Mike was still in the pulpit. 
One love was a powerful, almost electrifying experience. And even more than that, Lord, we were a family, a close-knit family of outcasts. Now, it seems like everything has been overtaken by super-religious types with their big-time tithings and offerings. No doubt that money is what is fueling our extraordinary growth, but success has come at a price. I am in no way ready to bring it to Johnny's attention, at least not yet. But every year, he seems to be pulling more and more to the right side of religion. Oof. Still, I can't say that it's all Johnny's fault. I've been able to watch this thing from both the inside and from the outside via television and radio. The more the ministry grows, the more straight-laced middle America is audience. And of course, now the media audience has enveloped the congregation. You got to give the people what they want, I suppose. This new audience, both in the buildings and across the airwaves, wants to hear about raising children, staying married forever, making lots of money, and being the chosen people of God. That's it, and that's all. And they want it all somehow connected to the stories recorded in the Bible. If Johnny won't give them what they want, they'll get it from somebody else. Believe me, that board of ours did not want to build any AIDS clinic on the south side of Los Angeles. Yet, they're completely comfortable with giving the pastor a $215,000 birthday present. I'm not complaining, Lord, and I'm very happy that we're involved in global ministry. But sometimes that blatant biases and downright bigotry of these people we have entrusted with major decisions about how we dispense a church's wealth makes me just plain old angry. We can support three HIV clinics in Africa, but when it comes to helping the people dying right here in our own neighborhood, it takes a committee in almost four years of begging to lift a finger. Thank you, Lord, for putting Johnny in the driver's seat. Otherwise, this would have never happened at all. It's just that he's so darn busy. Everyone, including me, is constantly advising him to delegate. The issue now is this. What is the mindset of the people we've been putting in the most key positions? Hmm. Obviously, the primary reason that our church and this board is so much more comfortable and willing to help Africa is that they see the pandemic as a heterosexual issue over there. Of course, the official reasoning for years has been that Africa has such a greater and more immediate need. This is true, but it does nothing towards explaining why the churches, as a rule, did absolutely nothing to help when our own country was in crisis. But then it was the gay plague and had nothing to do with decent people. How many more heterosexual teenagers will have to get infected before this new board of geniuses deems the problem worthy of the church's attention? Oh, well, I guess that's all just water under the bridge now. We've won this round. The new cleaning is going up. And as I said, Lord, I could scream. I just wish that I could have accepted the position of director. Everyone seems to agree that I would have been a natural there, but there's no way I can do it. Lord, the music department involves three buildings, five choirs, and a national and international television broadcast. Not to mention when Johnny wants to take singers and musicians on the road with him. My cup runneth over. And no complaints here, of course. I love my job.
and I love this ministry with a passion beyond words. My current job description sits somewhere between director of the music department and co-producer of telecommunications. I never thought I had it in me, Lord, but you knew. Something deep within my spirit tells me that I'm doing exactly what it was always your attention that I'd be doing at this point in my life. If only now you would increase the number of hours in a day. John Jr. just turned seven this past week. Now, if ever there was a child that is going to take a village to raise, nothing wrong with the kid, of course. I just don't see how so much energy can be squeezed into such a little body. I've been taking the kids on pretty much every Thursday evening for the last year or so. That's the parents' night out and one of the many highlights of my week. Here lately, I've got more highlights in my weeks than Tina Turner has in her wigs. <laughs> it's a good life, Lord, a full life, and I can't even begin to express the depth of my gratitude. Everything has been so great here lately that I dare not complain. But I think that the Catholics got it right when they declared that confession is good for the soul. I've been having some problems, Lord. It's a long story, and I try not to bore you with the details of which I'm sure you're already aware. It all started about three months ago. If only I would have made the darn food myself. Well, I didn't make the food, and now I'm not making a bit of sense. This is so hard. Okay, here it is. I've been having an affair. It seems so strange to feel those words slithering from my own mouth, especially after the way I had carried on about what happened in Seattle back in the 90s. Anyway, as I was saying, it started three months ago. No doubt that's the reason that I haven't been writing. And no doubt is also the reason that I feel like there's such a huge ball of clay sitting in the pit of my stomach right now. Mm -hmm. There was a party, a big party for one of the members. The brother got a contract at one of the big gospel music labels in Chicago. He was one of my best and most faithful choir members. So I thought the least I can do was throw him a big send off up at the house. Joy was out of town. The singer, Tony, is a popular man both inside and outside of the church. And therefore, the guest list just kept growing and growing. I knew I was going to need a lot of help and decided that it would be best to use professionals. To get right to it, Lord, it was in the very moment that I laid eyes on that caterer that I sinned. First in my heart, and oh, how I wish that I would have just ended there. But my flesh was soon to follow. Oh, God, what am I going to do? How could I have allowed something like this to happen? I know that I'm a better person than this, Lord. If ever there was one virtue that I fully possessed, it was the ability to control my flesh. Joy has had, has had his issues through the years, no doubt. But I never, no, not even once have I ever ventured outside of our relationship which is saying a lot considering how much we're apart. Sex, at least outside of what goes on between Joey and me, has just never been that big of a deal for me, Lord. You know that about me. I've never really struggled. I have been with Joey for over 17 years, and up until this current situation, he's always been more than enough for me. But to be honest, since this is just between us, 
us. <laughs> in these last two or three years, our bedroom has gone from cool to ice cold, if you know what I mean. But my justification for what I did was that I knew for a fact that Joey has been unfaithful, even after Seattle. After the events of that wicked winter, we have had an unspoken policy of don't ask, don't tell on the subject. But up until now, it has been considered to be Joey's issue by both of us, I'm sure. In my private meditations, it was his weakness. How arrogant of me to believe that I was so totally incapable of this kind of betrayal. Even as I write these words now, Lord, I know that the only right thing to do is to stop. Not because Joey has been a pillar of fidelity. We both know how far from the truth that is. But it's this lump in my stomach. All my life, I tried to do the right thing, Lord. No drugs, no crimes, no fooling around. It has always been my desire to do the right thing. Of course, the lump is not new. He's been hanging around since I was a child, growing up in the slums of Cincinnati, holding me up, keeping me from veering too far to the right or the left. My grandma used to tell me that it was you. Joey calls it guilt. And me? Frankly, I don't see the need to make any distinction. But every time I willingly do something that I know is wrong, the lump of whatever in the pit of my stomach starts to swell. What is most frustrating about what has been going on here lately is my unwillingness to repent. I don't have a problem admitting to you and to myself that what I have been doing is wrong. Well, there's a roadblock in my mind and in my heart against stopping it. God, I have been so lonely for so long that I had almost forgotten what it was like to be any other way. The guy's name is Vincent. Vincent Turner. He is young, attractive, attentive, and full of life and wonder. Vincent makes me feel the way I haven't felt since my early 20s. Of course, you know that I took a major detour from the gay experience almost immediately after arriving in California. I came out of the closet in Ohio three months before my 21st birthday, met Joey on my birthday, and from then until now, Joey has been my world. I still love him, God. You know how I feel about Joey. I cannot bear the thought of life without him, and I still have allowed this thing to happen. What a doubt. Vincent was and is the aggressor. Without a doubt, Vincent was and is the aggressor. He has set his sights on me and makes no qualms about his desires for more than a fling. If only he weren't so darn attractive. If only he would stop calling me. I don't want to call him anymore. <laughs> but that's ridiculous. He only calls me because I've never asked him not to. And he only comes to my house because he's been invited. God, this is so wrong. I need your help here, Lord, please. The more I see this man, the more I want to see him. Lust consumes me, and guilt is my tormentor. You have brought me out of so many things, so many bad situations through the years, Lord, that I struggle to remember them all. Help me to remember, Lord. Draw me nearer to you. Forgive my arrogance, selfishness, and deceit, Lord. Grant me strength and enough power to pull away from this awful sin. I beg you. Amen.
Good morning, babe, said Joey, rolling over and packing down the down pillow more securely under his head. Joey, we need to talk, I said, fully awake as I had been for most of the night. My eyes aren't open, he mumbled into the pillow. Well, open them, I snapped. Sit up, Joey. Damn, what did I do? It's not you this time, believe it or not. I answered sarcastically, my arms folded tightly around my chest. Confession of wrongdoing was not something that I found to need to do very often and never ever anything like this. You would think that he was a guilty party. Babe, can we have some coffee? I've got some serious jet lag over here. This is serious, Joey. Wake up. Okay, okay. So I'm up, he said, highly annoyed tone, throwing his cherished overstuffed pillow at the top sheet from the bed onto the floor. This had better be important. You're such an asshole, I said, getting up and leaving the room. Go ahead and sleep. What? What the? Hello? Greeted Johnny's wife, Cindy, after picking up the receiver on the fourth ring. Hey, Cynthia. Got a minute? Yeah. Little Johnny's at school. Thank God, she answered. And the girls are redecorating the toy room again. What's up, brother? Johnny there? I asked, already knowing the answer. Well, now, you know better than that. Since when has your brother ever been home in the middle of the workday? Tell me about it, I said a flash of bitterness involuntarily rolling my eyes around in their sockets. At least your husband sleeps at home most nights. Sleeps is exactly right most nights here. Anyway, it's too nice a day. What's up with you, Dwayne? Well, I'm not sure if I need your counsel as a sister or a pastor. I'm both, she replied. What's going on? This is just between us, okay? Dwayne, you're starting to make me nervous. Okay? I asked again for confirmation. Okay. Wait a minute. Let, let me put on my pastor hat. Okay. Go ahead. Everything we discussed is strictly confidential. I then went on to tell my sister-in-law the whole sorry story about Vincent and me, leaving out only the most intimate details. So have you broken it off yet? Asked Pastor Cindy with authority. No, I answered sheepishly. What are you waiting on? Do it. Do it now, Duane. Do it as soon as you hang up this phone. Aren't you supposed to be compassionate and non-judgmental? I asked, my eyebrows arching slightly. I'm not your therapist, she snapped. And even if I were, my advice to you would be the same. Cynthia. You don't even know the whole story. Joey, he, he, I was there at the hospital, Dwayne. I know all about Seattle. It wasn't just in Seattle. So now you're going into competition? No, it's nothing like that. It's just this guy, Cynthia. He makes me feel so, so young. Is that what you're trying to fix your lips to say, Dwayne? Do you realize what a prominent place that word has taken in your vocabulary here lately? You're about to turn 40, Dwayne. 
is this about the catering or is there something else going on inside of you? Don't even go there, Cynthia. Go where? Come on. You can't even say the words, can you? 40 is not old, I stated flatly. I know that. It's not even middle-aged. I know that. Don't be patronizing, Cynthia. I'm not having a middle-aged crisis because I'm not middle-aged. What you're saying is the truth, Dwayne. You are still a young man. Handsome, successful, great relationship. As the young people would say, you have got it going on. But your actions here lately? What actions? And what do you mean by young people? You just said that I was young. Well, I would say that having sex with somebody else is an action. And what's that stuff you've been putting in your hair? What? <laughs> I said, stopping the air in my lungs. She caught me totally off guard. The stuff. The stuff you've been leaving all over my furniture. I don't know what you're... Knock it off, Dwayne. We're two grown people. And as far as I know, neither one of us are blind. Oh, Cindy, I'm so sorry. Why didn't you say something? Send me the bill. Or better yet, I'll get somebody over there in the morning. This ain't about furniture, Dwayne, she said. What's wrong with the little gray hair? It's just grease, I said. I'm sure like sounding like a foolish aging clown. Since when is grease jet black? This is so embarrassing. Do you think anybody else noticed? I just hope that you haven't been sitting on any white couches. What am I going to do, Cynthia? I tried to tell Joy, but I just couldn't. You did what? Dwayne Brown, please tell me that you are not planning on telling that man that you've been fooling around on him. Why not? He does it. I just know he does. Besides, since when is honesty such a bad... You don't sound so sure to me, interrupted Cynthia. And if you think he might be fooling around now, just wait until you drop this baby on him. This is not what I was expecting to hear from clergy, and especially not from a woman. I just took my pastor hat off. <laughs> this is just killing me talking now. Look, Dwayne, you're the one who made this mess, and now it's up to you to clean it up. Believe me, nothing good is going to come from you letting that man know that you can't be trusted. All these years, you have been the glue that's been holding that book together. Anybody can see that? Take away the glue, and the book falls apart. We're both men, Cynthia. I don't see why my needs should be any different than his. Haven't they always been? Look, all I'm saying, brother, is that in order for any relationship to make it over the long haul, that needs to be a standard. And I'm sorry, Dwayne, but from what I've been able to observe being around you and Joy all this time, you are that standard. I am not a woman, I snapped in frustration. Why is it that straight people always want to put one of us in that role? I've hurt your feelings. I'm sorry. You asked for my counsel, Dwayne. Now here it is. You've had your little fling, and I hope for your sake that it was good. Now knock it off and get back to your life. Anything else? I asked, sarcasm oozing through the phone lines. <laughs> no, 
I think that pretty much sums up what I have to say on that subject. Let me know when it's been done. Cynthia, I need to ask you something, and I want an honest answer. I'm not in the habit of giving any other kind. Well, I'm curious. If Joy ever stepped out on you, even if it were only for one night fleeing, would you want to know? You heard something? <laughs> oh, God, you have. Oh, my God. Calm down, woman. I'm not talking about Joey and me. <laughs> I'm still talking about Joey and me. <laughs> I knew that. Right. Well, you know what Paul had to say on the subject. The word makes it clear that couples should never divorce except for that or me losing my mind. And trust me, Dwayne, if your brother ever did do something like that to this family, I probably would lose my mind. That is, right after I killed him. <laughs> Cynthia, I'm serious. Well, it's not the kind of question that I'm willing to contemplate. Marriage is serious business, Dwayne. And what Joy and me having is what me and Joy have isn't? I never said that. Don't be putting words in my mouth. Look, Dwayne, I'm not the one that's been cheating, and neither is my husband. This is your mistake. Now, the question is, what are you going to do about it? Well, thanks for talking to me anyway. Do it, Dwayne. You've got a good man and a wonderful life. Get back to him. Thanks, I said. I couldn't control the sarcasm. Opinions are great. Everyone has one. So now you got an attitude? No, it's just time to take the dogs out for that morning dump. That's all. <laughs> Babe, what's the matter? I asked, my eyes bulging slightly. I knew it had to be something very bad. He looks like some of the air had just been sucked from his lungs. That was the label, he said as he hung up the phone. They're putting the studio time. What? Joy, they can't do that. You're right in the middle of recording. Yes, they can, he said with no expression at all. And yes, they did. You've got a contract. Those people can't just... Dwayne, when the record label that you've been with for close to 20 years abruptly tells you to start recording, believe me, they've already kicked it around with the legal and contracts department. Can't say that I'm all surprised. I knew this had to be coming. Those last two projects didn't do anything, Dwayne. In fact, the live CD cost the label quite a bit of money. The contract's up in less than a year, and obviously they have decided to cut their losses. I was just hoping that they would let me finish the project. That's all. Joy, this is ridiculous. You've been on the road here lately just as much as you were back in the 80s. Working twice as hard for a third of the money. It's time to face the truth, babe. It's over. These last couple of years have been trying to squeeze the last few drops of milk out of a dying cow. You're one of the best gospel artists still walking around, Joey. I just don't get it. I had 10 years at the very top, Dwayne. That's a whole lot more than most get. The label is doing what they have to do, man. It's a business, Dwayne. Like in any other business, the bottom line is profit. And they've been carrying me long enough. Damn, whose side are you on anyway? What about your fans, Joey? 
believe it or not, there are still a lot of people out there who want to hear you sing. Tell that to the DJs and record stores. Look, Dwayne, I'm trying very hard not to take this too personally. And believe me, that's not an easy thing to do. Every performer dreads the inevitability of this day. But times change, sounds change. Please, can we not just talk about this anymore for right now? I need to just let this sink in. What were you trying to talk about yesterday morning, babe? You said we need to talk about something. I don't remember, I said, breaking eye contact. Must not have been very important. It's just that I feel so sorry for him, Johnny. All Joy knows is that record label and life on the road. What's he going to do now? This is so wrong. Newsflash, Global is not the only recording label on the planet. Tell Joey that. He's acting like his career is over. It's only been a day, Dwayne. Don't be so dramatic, Johnny replied, rifling through a few papers on his expansive antique mahogany desk. Nothing is over until the Lord says so. Give the man a little breathing room. He'll bounce back. Joey is still a young man and just as talented and blessed with the Lord's favor as he was before he got that call yesterday morning. He's getting close to 50. Goodbye, Dwayne, said Johnny, being a bit theatrical about returning to his work. Well, he is, Johnny. So, what's 50? Hey, Joey's only got four years on me anyway. Where are you getting 50? He's getting up there is all I'm saying. We all are, Johnny. Speak for yourself. I have never felt better or stronger in my life. What's up with all this doom and gloom, little brother? Aren't you the one that's been keeping everyone encouraged all these years? Something is bothering you. You guys got enough money? No, money is not the problem. Technically, Joey still has <laughs> Joey has still got a job until the middle of next year. Besides, we got plenty. Something else then. Besides what's going on with Joey. I mean, I'm sensing a heaviness about you. Just some personal stuff, I said, almost in a whisper, my gaze dropping to admire the beautiful wax job on the hardwood floors of my brother's spacious office. Am I my brother's keeper? You know the answer to that, Dwayne. Now, what's going on? Did I just say personal? I answered, my head turning slightly, my gaze lifted slowly towards the drapes. I am still your pastor, right? I'm just thinking. 50. It's almost over, I said. I mean, think about it, Johnny. We're getting close to the two-thirds mark. Dwayne. You haven't even turned 40 yet. A few more weeks. Okay, I'll admit it. I have really been tripping here lately. Johnny, I feel like something is about to die. This is so embarrassing. I never knew I was so shallow. Not to mention vain. What's that supposed to mean? The hair, the clothes, down at the gym six days a week. Damn, is the whole world focused on the top of my head for some reason? You should have gone with Doc Brown. <laughs> Believe me, I've tried everything. What's up with that anyway? You're older than me. 
daddy's side of the family, I must have got my help from mama. At least you're not going bald like daddy or Uncle Frank. Yet. Well, all I can say is watch out for the enemy, Dwayne. I've counseled an awful lot of men about this season in life throughout the years. Although I must admit that you seem to be getting quicker than most. Usually by the time they bring it to me, there's already been some acting out. Everybody knows that gay men get it quicker. I just never thought it would be me. That's all. Time is just moving a little too fast for me right now. Well, I'm sorry, little brother. I can't slow time down for you. The only thing we can change is our attitude about it. I still remember the day you picked me up at the airport. Johnny, can you believe it's been 20 years? Seems more like 50 to me. J-Dog Diddy from Cincinnati. God has been good. You're right about that. I wish I could shake this mood, man. The last thing Joy needs right now is for me to be moping around like Father Time is banging on our front door. Don't worry about it, little brother. Your birthday will come, and then it'll go. And then you'll forget all about it. At least you didn't run out and get a red sports car or go chasing after some young boy. July 19th, 1997. Dear Vincent, This is such a cowardly thing for me to do. Not because of what I'm about to say, but because I didn't have the balls to say it to your face. It's got to stop, man. I've got to stop it, and I've got to do it right now. Brother, if I let this go on even one more day, I'm not at all sure that I'll ever be able to stop what would surely be a train wreck. Let me start again. Brother, I first want to thank you. These last three months have been like something right off the pages of a manly romance novel. Vincent, I cannot tell you how long it's been since I felt so alive, so physical, and so attractive. You've taught me something about myself, brother. Youth, it is a blessing. What a wonderful time to be alive. I don't remember being very in touch with my youth when I still had it. All I could think about when I was a young boy becoming a teenager and then all I could think about when I was a teenager was becoming a man. It's like I was always obsessing about the next season in life and never really planted in the place where I was. Then, of course, the 20s begot the 30s, and now I'm turning 40. Brother, the day you rang my doorbell three long months ago, I was really tired from working practically around the clock and feeling particularly old. One of my favorite people was about to move away, and selfishly, I had been obsessing about how it seemed like every friend that I ever had had left me. And then I opened the door, and there was that face. Youth. Vincent, it's like everything in me wanted to reach out and grab you. Only now, I realized that it wasn't you that I wanted to grab hold of. It was your youth. Or maybe it would be more accurate to say, mine. I hope that doesn't hurt your feelings, Vincent. I know how it must sound, and yet, it is the truth. The truth about Jesus isn't the only truth that makes us free. I have been a fool. Vincent, and I'm so sorry for dragging you into my midlife drama. I like to think that I'm not usually so selfish. 
when I told you that you were the only person I had been with outside of my relationship, it wasn't just pillow talk. I still love him, Vincent. No matter what I might have said about his shortcomings, Joey is the love of my life. And there is no chance at all that I would ever walk away from him. You are such a beautiful young person, brother. Smart, handsome, and more passionate than any one person has a right to be. Life has so much more to offer you than this thing that we've been doing. I wish you love, Vincent. Yes, youth is a wonderful thing. I hope you treasure it, nurture it, all the while preparing yourself in a healthy way for what lies beyond it. I had my chance, brother, and I choose and I chose love and commitment. In spite of what I might have said or led you to believe, brother, I am a happy person. I don't know why I had to go through what I just went through, but now it's time to put away selfish, childish things. My partner is about to go through a rough patch himself, and he's going to need me, all of me. My prayer for you is that you find that one person in life that is intended for you as well. I wish you love, Vincent. Dwayne and scene. So that was chapter 14 of Love and Gospel Music, honey. We're going to take a brief intermission. Don't go nowhere. Come right back. We're going to continue on with chapter 15. I'm going to give y'all a little bit more tonight. Okay. <laughs> Guess what day it is, y'all? <laughs> Yeah, today is Monday. And we back at it again for another episode of Almond Delights Reading Corner. So come on in. This week, we'll be reading love and gospel music. What's wrong with telling the damn truth? <laughs> By your author. Mr. Timothy Blaine. Y'all head on over to Amazon.com and get your books. Download it on your Kindle or just order the paperback. Come on and support our authors, y'all. Love and gospel music. But is it really about love and gospel music? <laughs> We over here reading, y'all. Make sure you comment, like, share, and subscribe to Almond Brown everywhere. Check the description box to get all the links to his book and also to Mr. Timothy Blaine's YouTube channel. We almost reading, y'all. Are you ready? It's that time. We are back. We are back. And yes, we are going to continue our read of love and gospel music, honey. Chapter 15. Oof. The fourth question. Three years later. Hello, Dwayne. Mrs. White. You remember my voice? Of course I remember your voice. 
I said, wishing that I had let the call ring through the answering machine. I'm sorry that I haven't stayed in touch, Mrs. White. I've been working 10, 12 hour days. How are you? Well, I'm not sure, she answered, a heaviness in her voice. I haven't heard from Joy in weeks. He had to return any of my calls. Silence on my end. Dwayne, are you still there? Yes, ma'am. I'm here. Oh, how I dreaded having this conversation. Not that I've had anything against jo or Joy's mom. I liked her a lot. This was such a bad time, and I had so few answers. Dwayne, what's going on? She asked, all pretense, all pretense falling away. She was worried, and she had good call to be. Why isn't my son returning my phone calls? Can I call you back? My voice was weak, tension and stress threatening to buckle my knees. Without realizing, the weight of my body had leaned in against my kitchen cabinets. I was sliding very slowly towards the one place I found strangely comfortable in my big empty house. The cold travertine of the kitchen floor. Dwayne? Dwayne, are you crying? Oh my God, what happened? Silence. Dwayne, I want you to answer me, yelled Mrs. White, quite panicked. What's going on? Where is Joey? I don't know where he is, I just blurted out. I haven't seen Joey in three weeks. What? I haven't seen him and I haven't heard from him. What are you saying, Dwayne? I don't understand what you're saying. Did you guys have an argument, a breakup? Oh, God. Please tell me it's not that. No. Dwayne, what the hell is going on? I reported him missing. They found his car in downtown LA covered with dust and tickets. Oh my God. That's what I said. And then the very next day, one of the detectives from the missing persons called me back to tell me that Joey had picked up the car. That sure it was him? It was him. Drugs? Mrs. White, please let me call you back. I can't do this right now. Joey's on drugs, she persisted. He's been here at the house, too. Tries to cover his tracks, but I know he's been here. Wet tub in the guest room, funky-ass clothes in the trash outside. I should have known something wasn't right. He always calls me, said Mrs. White, as she began to sniffle. How long? How long has Joy been on drugs? The lie started about six months ago. Staying out all night? Weird ass excuses. Oh, Dwayne, I'm so sorry. I know exactly what you're going through. He hasn't called at all? Left a message? Anything? Nothing. Mrs. White, I'm so worried. I can't function. I haven't slept in days. God only knows what kind of people he's dealing with. Have you checked the banks? She asked, suddenly focused. What? I thought that was an odd question. The money. Have you checked the bank accounts? Mrs. White, I snapped. I don't care about any damn money. Trust me, Dwayne. I know what I'm talking about. Dope fiends need money. You want to see Joey? Move the money. Let's just hope there's anything left. Oh my God. 
I didn't even think about that. He's got separate savings anyway. Trust me. When that's all gone, he'll be coming for the rest. Oh, God. This is horrible news. Oh, my God, Dwayne. Do you have any idea what he's on? He's one of those secretive types, you know. I started asking questions a few months ago and only got cussed out or the door slammed in my face. Tessie only has a few beers now and then. Maybe a joint every once in a while. Liar. I hate liars. They found a car downtown, said Mrs. White. Let me guess. Pretty close to the old theater? Close enough. Yeah. I've been thinking the same thing. That's probably where he's been sleeping. That is, assuming he has been sleeping. I've already decided I'm not going to chase after him, Mrs. White. I said, wiping my tears away for the hundredth time that morning. I can't believe that he won't even call me. We've been together 20 damn years. Well, good for you. God only knows what you'd walk into if you showed up at that theater unannounced. What am I supposed to do, Mrs. White? How can I help him if he won't talk to me? Pray. Anything else? Pray hard, she said, her voice cracking. Lord, I can't go through this again. His father, I said flatly. Oh, baby, don't say that. Lord, I hope all of us, for our, all of our sakes, that that's not something like that. Probably crack. That's what's big out here. I just can't believe Joy waited until he was 50 years old to become a crackhead. We don't know if that's what it is, Dwayne. God, I hope not either. Well, it sure ain't cigarettes and coffee. It's the damn business, she blurted out, her voice becoming hard and bitter. That putrid-ass music business, they just used him up and then threw him away like yesterday's garbage. I thought he'd be safe with a gospel label. Oh, my God. I can't go through this again, Dwayne. I'm too old for this. He left Global three years ago. And as far as I know, he never used drugs while he was there. You said he was secretive. You didn't travel with him, Dwayne. You know something? I only know that dope is evil. You get prayed up, Dwayne. You're going to need your strength. The only thing we can do for Joy right now is to try to get him into the hands of professionals. The church runs a drug program, I said, trying to muster up a little bit of optimism one more time. Good, but don't be too surprised if he won't go there. Guilt, shame, disgrace, and all the rest of it. Oh, God, I can't go through this again. This is not about you, Mrs. White, I snapped, and it's not about me. Tell me what else I can do to help Joey. I'm so sorry, baby. You're right, of course. We've got to try to help him. Well, I hate to say this, Dwayne, but I think that all you can do for now is wait. He's got to come to you. Try to keep your cool when he shows up. Joey knows that you love him. He will eventually come home. The question is, how will he come back? If he starts seeing with the lies, you're probably going to want to throw something. Either at a wall or his head. Try as hard as you can not to react. It's much better to just let him get it all out. Maybe you'll get lucky and he'll break down at the end. But don't count on it. Look, Dwayne, 
there's a group of people that I think you should contact. Intervention, you think that really works? This group is for you. It's just a group of men and women that get together to try to hold on to their sanity. Alanon, you've heard of them? My brother Johnny mentioned them. Joy is not an alcoholic. They find a crackhead anon meeting to a crackhead anon meeting. All I'm saying, Dwayne, is that it won't hurt for you to have some kind of support system for yourself. You know, have some people to talk to that know something about this. Can I call you? Day or night? Dwayne, believe me, if I thought out it would make a bit of difference, I'd be on a plane in the morning. I know that, Mrs. White, and thank you. Maybe I will call those people. I went to the meetings for years. They really helped me. When I see or hear from him, I'll let you know, of course. It just seemed like God would protect his anointed. This kind of thing always baffles me. How can men and women, whom I know love God with passion, succumb so easily to the tricks of the beast and this rotten world? We don't know how easy it was yet, Dwayne. When his demons are exposed, we'll know more about what Joy was up against. Try to get some rest, baby. I'll call in a couple of days. You want me to go down there? Asked Johnny. We were sitting at the breakfast counter of my big empty kitchen in my big empty house. Nothing more than white toast and black coffee had been prepared there since the fateful night when Joey had... I'm not even sure where he's at, Johnny. It's just an idea his mother and me were kicking around, I said in a low muffled tone. I found it so hard to lift my head from the dusty floors to face my brother. Depression was threatening to kick the doors off the hinges of my mind. No, I don't want you to go banging on doors, Johnny. Was there anything I could have said or done to make you change your mind when you were doing the J-Dog Diddy bit? It took an act of God then, and that's what it's going to take now. You want him to go to prison? Maybe lose an eye or a leg? To a crackhead or a dope dealer? Johnny yelled in frustration. What about AIDS, Dwayne? We don't know what we're going to get when we're playing the devil's game in his court. You think I haven't already thought about that? Damn. I think about it every minute that I'm awake, Johnny. You know, you want to know the last time I had more than four hours of sleep? All I'm saying, little brother, is that circumstances have changed. This is a ministry that deals with this kind of thing, Dwayne. And I am the pastor of this church. I wish you wouldn't call me that. I'm a grown man, Johnny. Can't you see this grown man that you're talking to? Damn. Then let me do my job, grown man. Look, if he's not there or won't let me in, what's the harm? If he is there and we talk, there's no harm in that either. If he's there with somebody else, I don't want to know about it, I said. Tears falling from my bloodshot eyes as I gazed out at the pool and the small covered view of Los Angeles beyond. So that's what it is. Yeah, that makes sense. They tell me you've been sleeping in meetings and rehearsals. You need some time off? To sit around the house all day? No, thank you. I'll start dragging my coffee pot around with me. Be careful, Johnny. Don't let the caller fool you, little Dwayne. I can still kick a little butt. I ain't scared of no crackheads.
Hey, Grandma. Uh-oh, but yelled into the receiver. My grandmother had yet to admit, at least to me, that her hearing wasn't what it used to be. And in fact, getting worse by the month. How are you? Well, now, Dwayne Brown, you just be ready to sit down and talk for a while when you ask an old person how they're doing. Got a couple of hours? Grandma, what's the matter? What's wrong? Nah, that's just me being silly, she chuckled. I'm fine. You tell that brother of yours that I haven't missed the broadcast this year. You haven't been talking to him? To tell you the truth, I want to call him after every show. I know he's busy, baby. Cindy calls me quite a bit, though, and lets me talk to the babies now and then. How's everybody? I asked, as always, about our extended family. Grandma made it a point to keep up. Well, your mama and me had words again. Seems like I've been arguing with that woman for 50 years. She's only 62. Then make it 55 years, she said, a few unpleasant memories washing over her mind, no doubt. The two of them had been going at it since long before I showed up. All I did was ask if she had been taking her medication. You would think I had cussed the woman out. She probably thought that you were suggesting that she was getting crazy again. Oh my goodness. Boy, do you know that I didn't even think about that? Yeah, I bet that's what it was. That's exactly what it was. I asked all the things about that medication. That's all we talk about, Dwayne. Medications, doctor's visits, lab work, gout, and all the rest of it. Well, I guess I better call her back. This time, it really was my fault. I forgot all about her taking that kind of medication. Then they must be working, I said flatly. You mean since the old days? Like night and day, baby. Believe me, it's been like the difference between light and dark. Yeah, I better call that child of mine back as soon as I hang up this phone. Just hope I don't forget. Man, this old age is a mess. Write it down, Grandma. You're such a smart boy. When are you going to come home and visit an old woman? It's tempting. Believe me. The idea of getting away from this place for a minute is very tempting. Something about the way you just said that. What's going on, Dwayne? Nothing. I lied. You don't want to talk about it? She asked quietly. I'm fine, Grandma. Just a little worn out. That's all. You really like the broadcast, huh? You do remember that I am one of the producers, right? Of course I remember. How can I forget with your name rolling by after every show? <laughs> Thank God for credits, I said, almost under my breath. Well, son, I can see that you're still a master at changing the subject. You need to talk about anything, Dwayne? You can call me back. Gotta hang up now. Getting a little dizzy. Man, don't forget to thank God every day that you're still a healthy young man. Goodbye, Grandma. And don't forget to call my mother. And scene. So, that was the middle of chapter 15 of Love and Gospel Music, honey. What's wrong with telling the damn truth? I said the middle because it's a lot more to go. 
but we are going to stop it right here and we are going to pick up next monday at 9 p.m eastern standard time i'm going to drop the link in case anybody wants to come up and join us for a conversation and we're going to talk about what it was that we just read in chapter 14 and half of chapter 15 i am all done honey we know that Dwayne has confessed to cheating on joey <laughs> now he felt a little bad about it and that was him writing a letter to vincent trying to break it off with vincent but i saw uh miss melissa said that she don't think that vincent gonna go away pretty easily i don't think so either you can't just play with this man for three months and then expect for him just to fly away because you wrote a little pretty little letter and you ain't even like he said you ain't even had the balls to say it to the man's face after you done been prancing around but I understand when he was like, you know, it wasn't even you. It wasn't even you, the person that that I was like, he was seeking for. It was the youth of Vincent. It was child, because we know that Dwayne came out, like he said, at the age of what, 18 or 20? 18. Came out at the age of 18. Was with Dwayne, not Dwayne, but Joy on his 21st birthday. And 20 years later. He's still with the same person. So he feels like he didn't have a youth growing up. So, yeah. Yeah, that letter was very demeaning. It was very demeaning. But we'll see where it goes with Vincent and what he has going on. Um, it's good to see. I can't wait to read his newest book. Absolutely, honey. Better Days. I can't wait to get his book. And I know it's going to be a little minute before I'm able to read it here, but I can't wait to buy Mr. Timothy's newest book. For those of you that do not know the author of this book, check the description box below and um, you can find the links to all of the rest of his books. There are five books actually in this series. So it's another book that's after Love and Gospel Music. So after I read this one, you guys can go back and listen to The Epiphany because um, that book comes after love of gospel music so when i finish with this one y'all can go listen to that one as well um because it go it all goes together so there's five books um well actually four books in this series and then he has um his memoir which is meth monster and that is available on audible if you guys would like to download that or purchase the hard copy of the book and while i am doing my um church announcements Go ahead and please drop your chocolate and your sun emojis in the chat. For those of you that do not know what the chocolate and the sun emoji represents, it represents the love and the light that we all show one another over here. Shout out to my Almond Delights 2.0. That is my members. Those are the people that you see with the little thing, the AD 2.0 next to their names. So I appreciate you for joining the membership, for being here. Um, Melissa said the pastors in this book certainly don't believe in ending a relationship or taking cheating seriously. The cheating was a deal breaker for me. Absolutely. Now I was a little lost because, but then I had to forget. I remember she was talking with her pastor hat on at first. She was talking with her pastor hat. <laughs> then she turned around and when she told him, you better not tell him nothing. So the pastor in her told Dwayne to go tell Joey that he cheated. But then the sister, <laughs> the sister-in-law in her said, uh-uh, you better not tell that man that, especially after he just done found out that he lost his job with the record label. He ain't no single no more. 
and now you have this so but you do see that a lot especially the way that he lost his job and he had been singing with this same company for like 20 plus years and then all of a sudden they say we don't need you no more you're done so all you knew all he's known is just singing and singing and then they cut your cord they they cut him off you know so i know that it's going to be a hard feat for him to even get through as we see you know he done turned into a whole crackhead allegedly we don't know if he's a crackhead or not whatever he on he on something i thought she told him to end it but don't tell him she said well then she but then she no she told him did she say don't girl you right melissa wait did the pastor say that or was that the other person the sister because i know the sister said you better not say nothing Sister said, you, you, you better not tell him nothing. You just better end it, but don't tell him nothing. But that's besides the point. Because the hat came off and she turned into somebody totally different. But then he got mad. See, that's what's wrong with it. <laughs> that's what's wrong with some people. You ask for advice and then you turn around. Okay, both of them said that. Okay. You ask for advice with somebody, but then you turn around when they give you that advice, you don't like it. And then you get mad because they gave you that advice. Uh-uh. If you really don't want to know, don't even ask. Okay? I'm just saying. Don't even ask. But we have came to the uh, church announcements of this uh, part of the broadcast. If you have not subscribed to Almond Brown 09 here on YouTube, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Also, make sure you hit the notification bell, honey. Hit the church bell so you can get notified when I go live or when I upload mainly i just go live but when i go live um make sure you guys join us here each and every monday at nine o'clock p.m eastern standard time unless i have to push it back a little bit nine o'clock p.m eastern standard time here um down at the corner honey the arm um, the lights reading corner where we will continue our read i do have another book lined up well i have to speak the author gave me permission via one of my almond delights shout out to you boo but uh, I'm going to contact him myself as well to make sure we can get on the ball with that book. And then once we get maybe one or two chapters away from the end of this book, I will let you guys know what our next read will be. So you guys can go ahead and purchase the book. And um, thank you so much for the guys and the gals. You know, you guys, they have been purchasing the books from these authors although you guys hear me reading it here you guys have still been supporting the authors by going to read their books or even downloading it on kindle a lot of the books are free to download if you have a kindle um or like i said you go and buy the hard copy they're all available on amazon uh, the, the links are down in the description box, all of the information that you may need if you are an author and you would like your book to be read um you said how many chapters are in this one Hold on, I'm gonna get to you. Hold on, Miss Melissa. Oh, girl, it's 18 chapters, and we are on chap. We are in the middle of chapter 15. So we have probably about two more weeks. We have about two more weeks. So we'll see how what we get through next week. So I'll be gonna talk to the author, make sure I get confirmation that I can read the book here because it is copyright material. So, honey, I need it in writing. I don't want you to renege and tell me that i can read this book on here and then you try to take it back don't do that to me okay excuse me but um yeah if you are an author or you know an author that may want their book read here 
on the Armalite Delights Reading Corner, please let me know. You can send them my information, armabrown09 at gmail.com, and we can get the correspondence going um with that so we can keep our our reading corner going you know i don't want there to be a lag in the reading corner or us have to skip a week because we don't have a book to read yet but like i said these are copywritten materials i can't just get on here and read the book i have to have permission written consent from these authors that it is okay for me to read their books here on um my channel i'm in brown zero nine as well as have it posted on my podcast you can also listen to this read and any other read that i've done over on my podcast anchor.fm forward slash almond brown zero nine um shadil is dropping all the links and everything in the chat um let me see real quick and i'm gonna drop the link to because i do other shows over on my podcast so i'm going to drop the link to the last the last podcast show that I did is called Encourage Yourself. And I think you guys will love this. So um, let me see. Anchor show. You guys can click this link and it'll take you right on over there. It is free to listen. If you guys want to, um, if you guys want to subscribe to have, you know, to send a love offering every month, you can do so. 99 cent, 4.99, 9.99, whichever one you guys want to pledge, it's up to you. It's appreciated, but it's not required. Same as with the memberships here, it's appreciated and not required. And the membership, so I can explain to those of you that may be listening that have not heard me say it before, and my members, you know, the ones that have joined, they already know the membership is you showing and you saying hey i want to support you i want to support your channel because a lot of people they, they may not want to cash out they might may not want to super chat but that monthly offering is um that monthly offering that you guys have are contributing is just saying hey i love what you do i love your content and i want to support you this this way and the membership is only 4.99 there's only one tier and with that you just get me you know what I'm saying? You get me and what I've been giving you guys. I, I'm not one of the content creators that's going to say that I have that I'm going to give you 50 million videos in the membership. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I nope. I did not promise that to nobody <laughs> when I opened up this membership because I explained it first. Um, what you guys, uh, what would you guys want from me, and what and were you okay with what I was willing to give? They said, yes, I opened up the membership and they joined. So I appreciate you guys for working with me and just being here, period. Those of you that have not joined the membership, I still appreciate you guys for being here and supporting me. If only one person came over here, honey, I my reach is there. I'm not um, uh, measuring what I get against somebody else's what they may what they may deem as successful because one person watching me, I'm successful. Okay, so I appreciate each and every one of you that come in the live, the ones that come and listen to the replays. If you are over there listening on my podcast, be sure to come over here to anchor uh, to Almond Brown 09 on YouTube and make sure you subscribe there as well. So I appreciate you guys for all that you do and support me in doing Um Another thing, if you guys can please send up prayers, those of you that do know the words of prayer, please send up prayers for our Almond Delight, um, Angela, as well as B Scales 1214. Just send up prayers. The whys don't matter. 
just send up prayers. I'm just that's all I'm asking. But uh, we are going to get up out of here. I'm not going to drag this on any longer. But I appreciate you. And normally I know Mr. Tim comes, but he might be busy doing something else. So we'll catch him next week. Hopefully he'll come. Um, yeah, she did a continuation of last week's reading material. Absolutely. Yeah. So if y'all can go and listen to when I say go listen to the show is it's, it's nice. So if you go over and you do listen to the podcast, please come back over here and give me feedback. And I think over there as well, you can leave like little voice notes saying um, something about the podcast as well. The feedback is uh, it's appreciated. I would like to know how you guys um, like the uh, the podcast. I've gotten messages from those that have listened to it already that they liked it. I will also put the link to it on my community wall as well. Or down in the description box, maybe in the comment section, I'll pin it there. But if you can come back to this video, if you like to, and leave a comment and let me know how you guys like the show. It's only 20 minutes. Yeah, it's only 20 minutes. So you guys let me know how you like it. And I appreciate that, um, Miss Melissa, for the prayers and Shadia and everybody else. Um, shout out to the ones that are up there in the choir stand and shout out to everybody that came over here and dropped down in the congregation aka the chat don't forget friday nights we have our friday night red light special here on armin brown 09 unless something else comes up we will be here 10 p.m eastern standard time with my girl shadia loving libra as well as miss jada larue unless something comes up we will be here um yeah and if you would like to do a podcast show with me, if there's a topic that you would like to talk about and you want to do a podcast style, how I do it is I come here. It's just you and I on here. You do not have to come on camera and it's just us and we're doing the podcast recording. I download the audio version of it and then I upload it over there on the podcast. So if you would like to do that, please DM me, leave a comment, email me, whatever it is that um, you guys would like to do please do so. I mean, we can talk about whatever. It does not matter to me. Next Sunday, um, I have to get a time, but next Sunday, August the 15th, I, we will be doing the fresh face routine um, live. It's going to be us ladies, and hopefully we can get a mail that comes over here. We will be sharing what we use as far as our lotions, potions, and the serums, and everything else that we use to keep our um, faces uh, fresh. We'll be sharing information and things of that nature. We will also have a Mary Kay consultant that is there, but um, she won't. I thought I don't think she'll be there in that um, in that vein. She'll just be there as, you know, a woman that's willing to share what it is that she uses to keep her face fresh. Hey, Miss Tracy's world, and there she is. This is the this is Miss Mary Kay herself, but um, she will be there in another vein. Like I said, not there as Miss Mary Kay, but there as Miss Tracy's world and willing to share what it is that she uses uh, to keep her face fresh. So you guys, please be sure to come back Sunday. Um, I'm going to do it around six or six thirty, between six and seven o'clock um, Eastern Standard Time. So you guys be on the lookout. Those that are going to be joining, I'll hit you guys up. So with that being said, um, like I always tell you guys, smile at somebody. It'll change their day, honey. It may even change your day. Even with a mask on, baby, they can still see it in your eyes, honey. I love you guys with the love of God. And there is what? Nothing you can do about it. I'll talk to y'all later. <laughs> Bye. Thank you all for joining 
another episode of Almond Delights Reading Corner. I pray that you enjoyed yourself and you're relaxing your mind, in your body, and in your spirit. Come back and join us again next week as we continue our reading. If you haven't subscribed, please do so. Be blessed and enjoy your evening.